What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Making the Turn, the premier green industry podcast that highlights professionals across many areas, including golf course management, sports turf, sales, business, education, landscaping, and more. Making the Turn is hosted by me, BJ Parker. I've spent nearly 25 years in the green industry, mostly as a golf course superintendent, and now I want to bring the knowledge and insight from myself and the many people I've met and continue to meet along the way. Making the Turn will provide valuable content for those looking to learn from others, gain useful tips and tricks, and be better in their daily lives. You can find Making the Turn on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe. It helps keep the podcast growing and getting better. Thanks for listening, and welcome to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, BJ Parker, and I appreciate you joining me. I just wanted to jump on here before the uh, the episode kicks off and just give a little introduction and say thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you to everyone that's subscribing, sharing. I really do appreciate it. It's been uh, it's been great to see all the feedback, to uh, have all the people reach out to me, and, and I really enjoy it. It's been a lot of fun bringing a lot of different guests uh, to the podcast, uh, having them deliver their content, give some insight on on what they're doing with their career, where they're, how they got to where they're at. And I hope you've uh, gotten something out of it. And I really do, I really, I really do appreciate everybody that's come on the podcast and sh- been able to share their stories and share their opportunities and share with you guys. Uh, you, you, my audience has been great and I've really had a great time just doing all that. It's been a lot of fun. And, and I never thought when I started this that, uh, we'd be where we are. So I don't want to harp on that too much. I, but I just, I don't get to tell you guys enough how much I appreciate it. So, um, and the, the thing is just, I'm just so excited about where we're going with the future. Uh, sitting down, um, at the uh, UT field day, turf grass field day was a lot of fun. Those are just some of the neat little things that I've gotten to do. I'm get, looking forward to doing that in the future. And uh, I'm looking forward to, um, in the future, uh, sitting down at the Tennessee turf grass field day, uh, uh not field day, the, the turf grass, uh, trade show and doing the same thing and just having guys stop by and, and chat and and uh, it's great you know we've got a wealth of uh, information wealth of knowledge from a bunch of different people and it's just a lot of fun to sit down and chat and talk to any and everybody and so if you're interested in coming on the podcast reach out to me you can find me on twitter and uh, i'd love to sit down and chat with you and uh just uh you know talk turf talk golf talk landscaping whatever you want to talk about so uh it's a lot of fun a lot of a lot of uh a lot of uh, great time you know uh so i'd love to have you on if you're interested so just uh, reach out to me and uh this the the last guy that i had a chance to sit down with um on this latest episode was a guy who's not from the area but he was at the ut turf grass field days his name was david delgay and he's from blade runner farms and that's uh a sod farm big sod farm in poteet uh, Texas, I believe it's close to San Antonio, and uh, they just—they're doing a lot of great things with uh, zoysia grass, uh, a lot of uh, different uh, research, uh, breeding, working with different new varieties, especially uh, when it comes to zoysia grasses for greens. And I'm really intrigued by this. I'm really excited about the future of what zoysia grass can do for greens, especially in in the area where I'm at in the Middle Tennessee transition zone area, where bent grass and ultra dwarfs are. You know, we we maintain them sort of really good, but not it's not an all year kind of grass. So, uh, zoysia it may uh, be another opportunity for us to take a look at. So, it was interesting to sit down and talk to him about 
about that, about what's the future of zoysia grass, what, what are some of the excitement, exciting things centered around. It's very new. Uh, there's not a ton of people that have it. Uh, I know it's getting more and more popular, especially in the South. And, uh, but uh, I'm really excited about it. It was fun to um, chat about it and hear some of the things that they're doing. So um, it was recorded uh, right around lunchtime. Uh, so there's a lot of noise in this episode. Uh, it, it's been a lot of, you know, some noise in some of the others, but this one, they were, uh, UT had a big, huge day. Uh, I was very appreciative of them bringing me out, but they had a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So, um, but I think it's, I think you'd be able to pick up a lot of what we're talking about and, and, uh, and all. And so it was a fun, it was a fun time to sit down with David. Uh, David's a, uh, and, and those guys at Blade Runner Farms, you're going to hear a lot about in the future, especially when it comes to zoysia grass. So um, thanks to everybody that uh, on that day. Thanks to everybody for listening. Um, I just wanted to um, say, uh, you know, that uh, it was a great day at uh, UT Turf Grass Field Days. If you ever get a chance to um, – be in the area and go and go to that it's a it's a it's a special treat they do a lot of great things up there so i hope you enjoy this episode uh, i hope you enjoy all the episodes that uh, i've done and i look forward to uh, doing many many more i got some great things coming down the road so um uh, let me let's get into it uh, this is uh the latest and last uh, uh interview i did at the university of tennessee uh, turf grass field days back in August, and this was with David Dogay from Blade Runner Farms. So check it out. going on everybody welcome into the podcast this is making the turn i'm your host bj parker and uh we're here on location at uh, beautiful uh, knoxville tennessee for the university of tennessee turf grass field day and i get to um, sit down and talk to some individuals who are here just kind of wandering around and i uh, want to jump on and uh say hi and tell us about what they're doing and um i got a guy here that's uh from out of the uh, down in uh, Poteet, Texas, from Blade Runner Farms, Mr. David Dokay. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Well, I uh, appreciate you sitting down and uh, chatting with me. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope so. So uh, tell me uh, what brought you here to the UT uh, Turf Grass Field Day and uh, kind of what you got going on down there at Blade right. Runner Farms. Right. Well, we're here, we're here because they're testing some of our zoysia grasses. Sure. You know, I developed these grasses, and uh, I'm working with Dr. John Sorokin and his group on Zoysia grasses for greens, and then also zoysia grasses for sports fields. Right on. Um, so I'm I'm super. I'm a former golf course superintendent, and um, manage ultra dwarfs. And in this part of the world, where we got guys transver- uh, transitioning from maybe bent grass or something else to uh, looking at ultra dwarfs, I'm I'm super excited about the zoysia grass for greens. So okay. tell me sort of what you got going. Uh, some of the things you're excited about with that grass and uh, where you see it sort of landing in the whole conversion category. Right. Well, you know, we're, we're fairly new to the transition zone, but what we found out is they're having some trouble with uh, ultra dwarf Bermudas and they're having some troubles with bent grass, you know, over time. Yeah. And we believe the zoysias are going to fill both both those niches sure. where 
uh, they can take the summer heat, they can take the winter cold, and they're much easier to manage than the than the grasses we just talked about. Yeah. So I've I've, I've had a, an opportunity to kind of talk about some of the things, the advantages of the zoysia, mm-hmm. and what I'm hearing because I haven't had a lot of time with it, is lower inputs, maybe less fertility. Um, they, their growth habit is uh, such that you got to improve cold tolerance and things like that. That's huge for our area. Right. And then, uh, and so speak a little bit on, on that and what you've sort of seen. Yeah, we, you know, the, the inputs are, are much less than the ultra dwarfs in my mind. Uh, we don't have to use much fertility, maybe a pound a year, yeah. which is really off of what the Bermudas would take. Right. Uh, we don't need the water. You know, Bermuda, can t- they're, they're drought tolerant too. But to get them to look good, yeah. you have to water, you have to fertilize, you have to mow. On these zoysias, they don't take the water, they don't take the fertilizer, and the mowing is, is uh, less. It, yeah. it, if you're mowing Bermuda uh, four times a week, you may mow the zoysias once or twice a week. Right. Yeah, so there are a lot of changes in, in the uh, maintenance of, of your greens if you go to zoysia grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some of the um, cultivars that you're excited about? Yeah, we have four here that we're looking at. One's called Trinity. Another one called Primo, another one called Prism, and one called Laser. Yeah. And the the Trinity was our first one. Uh-huh. So it, it's it's a very uh, aggressive grass. It's it's very nice for tees and fairways, and it works for greens. But these other three, we believe, are going to be better for greens: the Primo, the Prism, and the Laser. What's uh, some of the differences in those that you would say? Uh-huh. Uh, well, the main difference is texture and color. Okay. Uh, the Primo will be a, a darker green with a little bit fatter leaf, uh, and it's it's a beautiful grass. The, the laser will be a little finer, not quite as gr- dark green. Sure. And then the, the uh, I'm sorry, the, the Prism. Okay. The laser is darker green in the finest texture. It'll probably be the fastest one on the stamp meter. Yeah. So, you know, for public golf, I think the... Uh, Primo and the uh, Prism are going to be terrific. Yeah. They, the speed's a 10, 11, right. no problem. Yeah. And then you get to the laser, and it could be up in 13, 14 uh, as far as speed. You don't need that, but right. we can get it there right. for tournament golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had a chance to – I haven't heard those, the the talk, but I've had a chance to look at the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the plots over there. And I mentioned um, earlier to Ken, I think, that uh, – the laser was the one that sort of won the beauty contest yes. if you just look at it. Yeah. I mean, it looks great. I mean, that's not always necessarily the best, yeah. but uh, in terms of what it looked like, I was really impressed with yeah, that. Yeah, I, th- I think today if I was rating them as far as beauty, yeah. it, it would be the, the laser. Yeah. The question is, we don't know yet. It's the newest of the four. Right. So it's not on the market and being used yet in, in real life. Uh-huh. So that's the part we have to wait on. Yeah. Uh, once we get it on courses and they start to use it and – and tell us what you know problems or good things about it then we'll know more but right now the others primo and prism we know a lot more about sure. in, in the real world right yeah. and, and speaking of the real world one of the things that i've always talked about with the if you're looking at converting from say an ultra dwarf or bent to mm-hmm. ha- now having zoysian option is there's just a limited amount of places people love to see what they're going to buy before they go buy it yeah and i i can't think of anybody around here but maybe you you know close by mm-hmm. but what, how many courses have got have, have put Prism or Primo out or, mm-hmm. or zoysias in general, and um, what is it? What is it? What's the actual response to? What's the what's the sort of the buzz been about it? We, we there's not a there's one course here that just put in Prism. Okay. And it's right down the road, and I can't think. Of, uh, 
Wind River. Wind River. Yeah, Wind River, right down the road, okay. has just put Prism in. It's only a couple of months old, and it's it's filled in and uh, looks good. We saw sure. it yesterday. Um, we have a couple of courses in Georgia that have Primo. We have uh, a course in Jamaica. We have one in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's that new. That's how new right. it is. Just this year, these greens are going in. So we we still have a little ways to go before we know for sure how they're gonna how they're gonna do. But so far on the four or five courses that Primo are, are, is on, uh, they're raving about it. They, yeah. They they the best thing they've ever done. So how do they how did they come to make that decision? Did they actually come to your farm or look around or? Yeah, we, most of the time they'll visit. Yep. We, we have test greens in Texas. We okay. have them on our farm. And then we have a couple of courses there that have the greens. So, right. yeah, most of the time they'll come to visit. And uh, then they got to go back and, and talk to their people, you right. know, the people that are going to pay for it. Sure. And say, you know, we want to do this. And uh, it takes some pioneers, you know, somebody that's uh, not, you know, that's willing to, yeah. to, to take a look at something new. And, uh uh, so far, everyone, like I said, everybody that's done it has uh, has liked it. Right. So um, another thing that I get somewhat differing uh, opinions or, or thoughts about is the establishment or how how long it takes to actually grow in. Speak a little bit about that and what your experience is. With yeah, it. the uh, the the student here that was given the talk this morning. Uh, he said it took over a year for them to get this established, and it kind of threw me back, you know. Yeah. But I didn't want to bother, you know, sure. his talk. So at the end of his talk, then we said, look, you know, that was a limited amount of sprigs. You planted too late in the year. Right. You had to wait on winter, and then it grew in. But with winter pit thrown in, he's, yeah. he had talked about a year. But in our cases, we're, we're getting coverage anywhere from... Uh, 80 to 120 days on everything we've done. So, and if you want it faster, you just put in more sprigs, yeah. just a heavier rate of sprigs. But uh, three to four months, we're getting coverage. Sure. Uh, Bermuda's three months. Uh, yeah. You know, we might be a month later if you go the same rate, but what we're recommending is a little heavier rate yeah. in three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of what I've heard is this, you know, it's not as far off of Bermuda as you want to think, and yeah. especially depending on your rates. And yeah, I guess you get into cost and some yeah. things like that, but. Yeah. It's very different here on test plots sure. know, that, than going with a superintendent that knows what he's doing and has good water and got you know everything they need to grow right. it in. They're growing it in in three to four months. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned. Uh, I mean, I, I'm excited about the greens. I, I can't. I wish. I'm, I work for the uh, with the um, a guy down in Nashville that uh, he has a he has a spot that's ideal for zoysia. We're trying to talk him into doing zoysia. Mm -hmm. We may put a we may end up putting a test green in, but he has a driving range and par three, low budget. Yeah, you know it's a perfect scenario. Push up greens, yeah. and uh, hopefully that works out. But I'm super excited about it. I'm always kind of this. I've been a guy that's like wanted to see new things. The yeah. ultra dwarfs always, you know, it's sort of we, you know, it's come and it's, it's established. But now we've got this whole other zoysia right. option, right. and in my opinion, just from the look and playability standpoint, yeah. they could they could. Could I? Because I, I love I love the Bermuda. They could exceed the, yeah. the playability standpoint. Yeah, we we think so. See, uh, Zoysia doesn't have any grain either, so it's mm. a, to us it's a smoother putting surface. Yep. Uh, it it can take shade, which Bermuda can't take. It mm. can take a lot of salts, which Bermuda can't take. Yep. So people that are having trouble with the ultra dwarfs for one reason or another, yep. we we have some solutions with the Zoysias, particularly shade. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I'm excited about it. Um, you got some stuff that you're working on that you haven't released, or I'm sure you got some things you can't talk about. But yeah, yeah. Now that, there's there's a lot in the future. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see Zoysia Greens really take off, like the Ultra Dwarfs did when they started. Yeah, it took a while to get sure. it going, but once they got going, then they took over. I yeah. think you're going to see that in the in these Zoysias. Uh, once we get enough courses going, then I, I really believe they're going to take over in the south and in the transition zone. Well, I'm excited about that, mm -hmm. for sure. I'd love to see that, and hopefully I get to manage some there someday. There you go. Um, talk about the sports turf side of it with mm -hmm. the Zoysias. Uh, what are some of the things you're look, looking yeah. at there? Well, you know, we've, we've been talking about it for a number of years, and we've had a few takers. In fact, the Miami Dolphins are fixing to put Zoysia in okay. their stadium next uh -huh. in the next year or so. Is that so. from you guys? Uh-huh. Uh, that they'll be our first football field going in. We've we've done a couple of the Texas Rangers, the Astros. They've all tried it, but we haven't been able to get a, a professional team to take it until the Dolphins. But in Asia, we're we're doing high-end sports fields all over the place. Yeah. Uh, we just finished one in Singapore. We've done one in. Malaysia. We've done one in Indonesia. Yep. We're fixing to do one in Japan. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen is uh, the sports field people are going to, we're actually going to start in Asia, yeah. and then it's going to come over here sure. because they're still stuck on Bermuda. Yeah. Right? But uh, I believe that in the next year or two, you're going to see a lot of it going to Zoysa. Dr. Sorokin here is a consultant at uh -huh. Singapore. Yeah. So he just saw the field go in, and he asked me what I. Uh, be willing to send him some material here right so we now have test plots here for sports fields they won't be they won't show them until next year right but they're they're almost established now yeah. and, and they're going to be doing work here at tennessee on sports fields Zoysia sports fields yeah that's awesome well mm -hmm. we'll keep an eye out for that and uh, it sounds like uh, make it to watch some miami dolphin football on some Zoysia. there you go well, um, I know your time's valuable, but mm -hmm. I appreciate you sitting down and giving me a, a little bit of a talk about the new Zoysias and how right. things are going. And how can people find out more about Blade Runner Farms and where mm -hmm. can they – you got a yeah, place got you can a, send – Yeah, we've got a nice website yep. they can come to. It's, you know, and uh, it's got all the material on there. It's got a lot of the projects that we've done around the world. Yep. It's got uh, a lot of the different grasses we're working with and universities we're working with. Sure. So, uh, our consultants, one is Ken, Ken Mangum, yep. who you know. Is one of our consultants, and all that's on our website. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're a golf course that's looking to convert and you're thinking about doing zoysia for greens, tees, fairways, whatever, the, the uh, Blade Runner's a huge farm in uh, Texas, in Poteet, Texas, that'll uh, help you out. So go look them up. And, uh, David, I appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. And uh, uh, nice meeting you, and yeah, thanks thank for doing you, this. I, I thank you for doing this. All right, appreciate it. That, thanks uh, for listening. Uh, that's another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.